Have you ever wondered what happens to stories when they're no longer in the news? I'm Erica Vella. I'm a reporter for Global News, and on my new podcast, Whatever Happened To?, we'll catch up with people at the center of those stories, like the nuclear disaster at Fukushima, the Chilean miners, and more. On this podcast, we tell you the whole story and find out exactly what has happened since. You can listen to Whatever Happened To for free now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. So more and more, we are hearing about countries that are putting in place their plans for distributing a COVID-19 vaccine. Very welcome news, right? Because even a couple of months ago, it was starting to look like, oh man, how long are we going to have to wait for this thing? But now we're getting into the nitty gritty of how it is going to work. Take a look at what's happening in Denmark, for instance. They are hoping to administer doses before the end of the year. So they're putting their plan in place. The UK, as we heard in the news, they could start getting, uh, people there could start getting the Pfizer vaccine seen as early as next week. In Canada, we're continuing to wait to find out when vaccines will be available here and who is going to get it first. Well, we thought we'd let's talk about what's going on over in Europe right now. So former CKNW reporter now freelancing in Denmark, Shane Woodford, joins us now for more on that. Good morning, Shane. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. So tell me what, first of all, what have the COVID-19 caseloads been like uh, the last couple of days in Denmark? Uh, not good. On Saturday, they recorded the highest number of daily infection number yet at uh, just over 1,600 cases. It dipped a little on Sunday, and then uh, Monday through today, we've seen it sort of creep up from the 1,100 range up into the 1,400 range, uh, and today it's 1,500 and change. So uh, not good. The infection pressure here is largely in the Copenhagen metro area, and there was a number of new restrictions that were announced yesterday, interestingly enough, targeting youth because they're seeing specifically in the Copenhagen area, they're seeing most of the new infections are uh, in the age groups of 15 to 25 years of age. So they've come down uh, on a number of ways in trying to uh, get that particular situation turned around. Okay. So yet they're still talking about, you know, getting vaccines in place, right? They're making plans. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, They've announced a two-phase vaccination plan. Uh, so uh, the first phase will involve people who have, uh, you know, health complications. Maybe they got an immune system that's compromised, that kind of thing. Uh, so people at higher risk of COVID, uh, seniors, obviously, and frontline health staff. That'll all be involved in phase one. We even know where they're going to get vaccinated. Denmark is going to vaccinate nurses and doctors and health staff uh, in their workplace. Uh, seniors will benefit from in-home vaccinations and some mobile vaccination clinics. And they're going to go out and target, uh, as I said, those at risk in, in varying ways as well. Once those groups are fully vaccinated uh, and as well, once COVID vaccine begins to arrive in higher numbers, we're going to see a little bit at first, but not as much to cover everybody off, obviously. Uh, then the general population semi will be phase two, and that will be run out of sort of regionalized centers. It sounds like right now they're going to use what is existing as far as the COVID testing centers to actually administer the vaccine. They're setting up an online appointment process to get that done. But the numbers, as you said, still stay fairly high with COVID-19. So what have people been like in terms of, you know, the restrictions? Are they obeying? Are they paying attention? Like, why are the numbers still so high? Yeah, I mean, there are, of course, a tiny percentage of people in Denmark to like everyone else who uh, view this thing as, as a hoax and that kind of stuff. The numbers of those people aren't as large as some other places. Uh, we're seeing, as you and I have talked about uh, a number of times in the past, we're seeing young people who just 
you know, for whatever reason, they're just not dialed in like that. Maybe there's a sense of, you know, immunity there or, uh, or whatever. Maybe it's the social aspect of just wanting to get out with their friends. School's probably playing a little bit of a role. Uh, university party life is probably playing a little bit of a role. The nightlife in the city is probably playing a little mm. bit of a role. Uh, but it is the young people. And so, as I said, they brought in restrictions uh, targeting youth in the 17 Copenhagen metro municipalities. And this will be kind of mind-blowing for people in your neck of the woods, Simi, but uh, they have launched a testing effort between now and Christmas, and they want to test every single person in the Copenhagen metro area between the ages of 15 and 25 before Christmas Day. So they're doing a municipality by municipality. The health minister called it a caravan. It's going to start in one municipality, and it is going to roll through with the goal of getting every single young person tested. Okay, so that's in Denmark. What's happening in other countries? Yeah, we're seeing sort of an up and down thing in other countries. A lot, the infection rate continues to drop, except for a handful. Hungary uh, posted their highest number of infections the other day. Uh, but what we're seeing more and more now, Simi, is the higher number of deaths. So Germany recorded its highest daily deaths the other day. Uh, we're seeing other countries that are sort of towing the line between the highest number, but still very high levels of deaths. So cases going down, uh, deaths are going up. And as we know, that it's kind of a laggard step, right? Once your infections go up, we've seen that all over the place, starting with the United States in the second wave. The infections skyrocketed, and then deaths didn't so much. And then about a week or two later, they started to really, really climb. And now we're seeing that in Europe where the infection wave came up. It looks like so far, fingers crossed, that wave is crested and we're on the downside now, but deaths are just coming in behind that and they're still building and haven't quite fallen yet. Right. We know that in the UK they've been having lockdowns and, you know, they're just starting to emerge from all that. But what about other countries in terms of lockdowns? Yeah, there's a whole number of countries here in the EU that are under lockdown from Germany to Austria. Uh, there's countries that just have wall-to-wall restrictions like Italy, uh, to a yeah. degree Spain, depending where you live there. I mean, it's, and again, from a travel perspective, I mean, nobody's going anywhere in the European Union. I mean, there might be some business travel and a little bit of other travel, careful travel to see family, that kind of thing. But the uh, sheer volume and the idea of just like, oh, I'm going to go to Germany today or I'm going to go to Norway for that holiday next week just simply doesn't exist here. Like, people are really, really staying put at Staycation Central here. So that is also kind of helping out a little bit. And I think once the vaccinations start to come in, yeah. uh, European Union, I believe, is going to make a decision on uh, the Pfizer vaccine on December 29th and the Moderna vaccine on January 12th. And the EU is tied up about between the two. We're looking at almost 500 million doses. Uh, so assuming that they're going to go a yes on Pfizer because the UK already has. Right. Uh, and then a yes on Moderna, which is probably pretty likely we're going to see uh, vaccinations begin and then they'll really ramp up in earnest uh, in the new year. But there's also going to be some complications there because we're going to have a hodgepodge of different vaccines and may operate or work differently. And the health systems are going to be challenged to determine, okay, your initial dose was this, your initial dose was that. So we need to do this for you and that for you. So there's still a lot of logistical headaches ahead. Right. All right. Sounds like a plan. Thank you very much for that, Shane. Uh, It's always a pleasure. Stay safe.
you too, that Shane Woodford uh, used to be a CKNW reporter. Now he freelances in Denmark, talking about how in that country, they're already um, hoping to administer doses before the end of the year. They're rolling out their plan, essentially, for vaccinations, even where you're going to be able to get vaccinated, who is going to get it first. And I know this is information that a lot of people here in Canada and British Columbia are clamoring for. We're still waiting to hear it. I should mention that Premier John Horgan does have a media availability this afternoon, and I think you will be hearing about that because I know that you know reporters are going to ask questions that if all these other jurisdictions are now working on this, where are our plans for this?